0: Uh, welcome to our podcast I'm your host Lee Steele um, just want to remind everyone if you like the podcast go subscribe you can go to any any uh, app that you listen to podcasts on um, whether it's your Apple or Google or whatever whatever app you use you can go straight to anchor and uh, just subscribe uh, today I'm joined by my good friend Matt Watson again for the third time third times a charm no introduction necessary this Something time, right? Something like that. You betcha. Third time. <laughs> so, I, I the the topic that we're we're going to be talking about today is triggers for PTSD and that sort of stuff. Um, and I thought it would be fitting to have you on since you're because of your your counseling background. So great, kind of to help. Happy to be here. Help uh, lead me through this process. Very so.
1: good. You betcha. So. Um, where do you want to start? Well, you've had an interesting uh, week or so. Why don't you, uh, why don't you start?
0: Well, I uh, so April 27th, 2010 was the date of my accident that I was in. Um, if you are not familiar with that, go listen to episode one, and then you'll be familiar with it. So if you haven't listened to it, stop this right now. Go listen to episode one, and then come back to this. Um, so... The twenty seventh, the anniversary of my accident. Um, there's a lot of things that uh, have became triggers for me um, because of the, because of that day and that accident. So obviously the the actual date is a is a really big one for me. It's probably the biggest one that I've that I have currently. Um, some some smells um, get, bring me back and kind of rise the raise the emotions in me, I guess, or the uh, emotions isn't a good word about it to describe it. Just the reaction, anxiety, yeah, anxiety of it. You bet. Um, And so that's, you know, I don't have a lot of triggers, but I do have some. Um, Obviously, when I see an accident, that's tough for me. Um, It's not as tough as it used to be because I've been exposed to it a lot. Understood. Uh, But it's definitely a trigger.
1: That's a key point. Yeah. The exposure.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, and so I guess that kind of, so April 27th was a, a rough day for me. It always is. This year was not as bad as most years. And we'll kind of talk about that. So in years past, uh, I, it was a day for me to feel sorry for myself, which is not healthy. Hmm. Um, I would like to sit at home or I would I if I if it was a weekday and I was supposed to be at work I wouldn't go to work that day and I would sit at home and feel bad about myself feel bad because of what happened on that day for me so
1: you'd kind of avoid yeah just your normal daily activities yeah. and kind of get pushed around a little bit by your thoughts and remembrances
0: yeah. I so the reason that I did that that I did that in the past it, I don't, I don't feel like it was me trying to avoid I think it was me trying to not forget, Hmm. kind of show homage or show respect for him and his family and what they've went through, but I don't think I was successful in doing that because... You're memorializing. Right. And so what it would do is then I would just think about it more. Oh. And so it would bring back a lot of uh, emotions and anxieties and guilt and everything that goes along with it. So... Uh, so this year I decided to do something different. So year nine, I decided that I was, it was a Saturday. So I decided I was not going to stay at home and feel sorry for myself. Um, for those listeners that don't know, I, I have a flyboard rental business, which includes me having a couple jet skis. If you don't know what flyboarding is, um, go look it up. It's amazing. Um, so because I have the two jet skis, I decided I was going to go to the lake for majority of the day. So I went early in the morning. I went at 6 a, six a.m. or 6.30 in the morning and flyboarded for a couple hours. And then um, the buddy I was with left, and I stayed there the rest of the day and just rode my jet ski. So. Hmm. What did you do when you'd have a remembrance of I didn't have any remembrance. That, well, I did have remembrances that day. Sure. But I wasn't focusing on it, so it was it was just like a normal day because I wasn't focusing on it. So, so it kind of it
1: would kind of pass. It would yeah, pass through you.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't get all anxious or or feel sad or I I, I mean I always feel sad, but about it, but for the, for what happened, but I wouldn't beat myself up for it gotcha so and so it's like made a, a visitor huge difference. That
1: would, a visitor would, that would come by or a cloud that would yeah. come by rather than a permanent resident of your correct of your mind
0: i wasn't stewing on it i wasn't focusing on it and i think in years past i focused on it because mm. i didn't have any i think stay busy mm. and that was like lesson one in counseling stay busy <laughs> sure <laughs> but on that day i would i would purposely not and then um, but consequently, because I had these plans of going out that day, the day before was super rough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, and I was working that day. I, you know, I worked that day and I did, for whatever reason, I was thinking about it a lot that day and it did That's affect me that day.
1: Anticipatory anxiety. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And then I, and it ended up not being a big deal that day as. You far were anxious as,
1: about getting anxious.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess you could say that. I was really anxious just about the whole his whole family, and you know, I have a lot of a lot of thoughts about that. About um, I still have a lot of regrets about the whole situation. Um, about you know, I I would really like to have some contact with his with his family and just tell him my side of the story because I don't I don't feel like it was ever shared. Um, I know it wasn't ever shared in the news. Hmm. And so I I just feel like and if that's all they have to base their opinion on what happened, they're really not, that's not a good thing. Yeah. Because there was a lot of misinformation given that day. Sure. Sure. Um, And so I just want to kind of give my side of the story and just really tell his wife, you know, sorry that, you know, I wasn't. Mm -hmm. Despite what they say on the news, I was not distracted.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: so, so I have some regrets like that. So the day before, on the twenty sixth, I was really stewing over that and and thinking about it. And I talked to you that day, or yeah, soon thereafter, or what have you. Yep. And so that was uh, interesting. You betcha. It's they're interesting feelings because most days, when it's not a trigger time, most days are they the the thoughts come and go. Yeah, is that normal?
1: Yeah, they pass. They just visit.
0: Is that normal in most situations with PTSD and such?
1: Well, it's normal for you, and, no. and, you know. And <laughs> if it works for you, that's have you seen a pattern like
0: that with other cases that you've?
1: Well, I think everybody has uh, their different trajectory, their different right um, response, and it, I think one of the things you look at is is uh, your response and how how you how you are because there's things that you can control right and there are things that you can't control yep so
0: you have the and i'm a control freak there you
1: go that's right (laughs) so you got the autonomic you know nervous system (laughs) that is having these reactions that that you don't get to have a lot of say about at least in the immediate time frame you only get to choose how to respond to that autonomic response and so you've been through this process and you've had all these uh experiences um you know use the term trigger uh some people refer to it as a trauma reminder right it's things that kind of take them back there or activate the the memories the neurons in the brain the neural network wherever that may be
0: it stirs the pot of your memories
1: totally does totally does so it activates the thoughts feelings memories body sensations ideas beliefs core beliefs about yourself about life about other people just activates all kinds of things right and for you what did it feel like terrible <laughs> <laughs> so so were you choosing to feel terrible
0: Was that know. a choice Go i'm on sure Earth's. it is i'm sure it is no no pause
1: really were you deliberately saying, "Okay, I'm going to have this thought, this feeling, this no. mind"? Okay.
0: No, they pop in. Okay. Um, it's not. I don't control when they pop. In. Well, sometimes I do. Okay. But for so you have a choice. Time, don't.
1: You don't have a choice whether they pop in. Right. What do you have a choice about? How I handle them. There you go. So you have a choice about whether to entertain. Right. Whether you want to invest in that. And so terrible. Do you want to invest in terrible?
0: In past, I did.
1: How did you do that? How did you invest in terrible in the past?
0: Because well, I would entertain it.
1: What What would you do to entertain
0: it? I would set. I would set days aside that, like like the anniversary day, to feel sorry for myself. So I would I would actually, if you relate it to a fire, I would actually throw more. More, fuel on the fire, mm-hmm. and let it burn. Yeah, and it's not healthy. I know it's not healthy that's why I decided to do something different this year. Um, that being said, I think that there's other things that are not healthy either <laughs> about about triggers or, or reminders. Um, sure. You know, the whole, like we talked about a little bit, the whole avoidance. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that that's the, I know that that's the evil you know that's the thing that i don't want to i can't let it run my life bingo um and i've been down that road where it has run my life and it's miserable right and as miserable as it is there's still times where (laughs) i let it creep in and do that sure but i i feel like that's kind of not controllable sometimes too like it's it's like ingrained in me that I maybe ingrained is not the right word, but it's like part of me, like sometimes I can't control that. Okay. That part of it. So
1: in the 12 step world, there's this thing called the serenity prayer. Mm -hmm. You heard it? No. Really? Never. Okay. So here it goes. All right. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change.
0: The, I have heard this, actually.
1: The courage to change the things that I can and the wisdom to know the difference.
0: Right. I have heard that. Yeah.
1: So serenity comes when you, rather than try to avoid mm-hmm. and live your life trying to stay away from mm-hmm. things that remind you of the traumatic event, things that might get in the way of your ability to to go to work, to get... Your the way that I look at it is your work, your ability to learn or to get your education, whether that's in a classroom or any other part right. of your life, your relationships with other people, your health, or your spirituality. And those internal experiences can those trauma reminders can do that. But you don't choose those reminders.
0: Nope. They choose me.
1: That's right. <laughs> So that's your autonomic nervous <clears throat> system, central nervous system.
0: Pro- that kicks it, in. Is it processing? Is that why? Uh huh. What's the, is it? It's because I'm trying to process whatever right. I'm going through.
1: Right in your brain, and it, when it's exposed to something that that activates that neural network work that reminds you of that ner- of that experience, it's going to to turn on. Now the natural response to that, you know, when you see something that is aversive and something that you wish didn't happen, what does it tempt you to do? Avoid. Yeah. So a lot of people will try avoid. Try to ignore. That's right. We try and ignore it. You so can't ignore it, though. There and you go. I
0: found it's, it, it's literally impossible to ignore for me. There you for go. For me it is. Maybe other people can. So I if can't. I
1: tell you, well, just don't think about that, how effective is that?
0: I've been told that and it's not effective at all. Okay. So I, don't I've been th- told that by my dad actually.
1: There you go. Just stop thinking about it. So don't think about a green tree.
0: Well, I'm thinking about a green tree oh, right now. There you go.
1: <laughs> there you go. So the more you try not to think that's the paradox. Your brain doesn't work like, you know, most other things that you have in your environment. If something doesn't work, you just, you know, typically sell it or get rid right. of it or move on. But your brain doesn't work with that around your internal experiences. The more you, you try not to to experience something internally the more you activate
0: it yeah I found that to be 100% true. there
1: you go so there's a little bit of a there's a little bit of a, <clears throat> a paradox there and and so we we encourage you to accept the things that you cannot change Now accept doesn't necessarily mean roll over and don't do anything about it. Acceptance isn't necessarily you know playing hopeless or helpless. But it's allowing it to be there. It's being aware of it. Right. It, it's noticing it. Making space for it. There you go.
0: We've talked about that before. There you go. Making space.
1: Yeah. This is something that happened. This is an experience that you had. It's a learning
0: experience, really. Right. I've said it many times. Uh, as bad as it was, I'm... And it sounds totally ridiculous for me to say it, but I'm glad it happened. Because I learned a lot about me that I wouldn't have learned anywhere else. Yeah. And that's... T- Hearing me say that is terrible. I, I cringe when I say that because it makes it sound like, well, I'm glad it happened. It's not. I'm glad I've happened. Right. But I'm. I don't. not am I'm, I'm not glad that that happened. That tragedy happened. I am glad of the experiences that I've had because of that. Yeah. The so describe some of those.
1: Me. Describe some of those things that you did or that you've done since you've learned to open up to and make space for the experience rather than telling yourself it shouldn't have happened right and and Why trying to push it, it out, yeah and push whatever. it out of your life by making space for it so, what, what difference has it made
0: um, it makes my life livable really like my life was unlivable for years and i was living in it <laughs> it was it was constant uh, chaos in my head all the time and so, as I as I learn to deal with it and to give it, give it a part of my, part of my brain that, okay, you can be there, but this mm-hmm. is where you got to stay when I'm when I'm not using you, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, or when when I'm not going through a, a reminder or a trigger or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I I think the experience has also made me a lot more empathetic and a lot more understanding to issues like this, Mm -hmm. whether it's depression or PTSD or whatever it is. um, I, I feel like I have a, I have a lot better understanding than a lot of people because I went through a lot of it, Mm -hmm. but also I can be more empathetic towards someone that's going through it
1: Mm -hmm.
0: because I've been there and I can tell them, look, I've been exactly where you're at. Mm-hmm. E- emotionally mm-hmm. maybe not from the same experience but emotionally i've been there um and so i think that that's a big thing that i've that i feel like i've benefited from in the whole thing
1: so it's heightened your awareness right. it's heightened your sensitivity it's heightened your your ability to to connect with and and i love feel like and appreciate has. other people yeah to be open to them
0: right i feel like it has it and and less judgmental i think Hmm. Uh, because I felt really judged during the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and not because it was just me, me feeling that way. It wasn't necessarily, yeah, was, yeah, it was the voices in my head talking, yeah. telling me this.
1: It was the autonomic central right. nervous system trying to make sense of what you were experiencing, trying to make sense of why this happened, right? what happened. And so there was a lot of that judgment going in where you were hypersensitive yep. to judgment.
0: Right. Uh, we've had... Disc- Matt and I've had discussions at length about this uh, exact thing, and i beat I beat myself up bad <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> through this whole process right and um,
1: when you still have a ways to go
0: yeah oh yeah I'm you not- want to know how I know How's that
1: Because earlier in our discussion you talked about wanting to have yes. some closure with yes. There's still a little bit of the residual yes. voice inside, wondering, "Man, are they? You know, they it's his me? family. Yeah. There's still that internal, there's that yeah. space inside. I don't and think
0: that'll go away ever, forever. I don't. I don't think that'll go completely away.
1: It may not. It may not.
0: And I don't think it's unhealthy. Um, the, the feelings or thoughts that I have about that. Mm-hmm. Um, because. The, the like I said, the whole reason I want to do it is because if they're basing what happened to him mm-hmm. that day, yeah, on stuff that they either heard or saw on the news, mm-hmm. that point of view is skewed. So notice
1: what you're experiencing right now. <laughs> What's what, where did your mind go there? Um. Did it not go right back to the news? Yeah. Oh yeah. Go right back. To, yes. so, so notice how we're having a little bit of a reminder right yes. now. Just by talking about it, yes. it activates what the news said. It yes. activates that. Ending. Well,
0: that, that affected me a lot. Absolutely. Because I'm going to let everyone in on a secret here. Um, one of the interviews on the news was with somebody that wasn't even there. Yeah. And he was telling what happened at the accident. Um, I would tell you his name, but I'm not going to because I know his name. Um, and that's hard for me that right. the news would just accept that. And right. so I, I guess I kind of have a grudge against the news. There you
1: go. <laughs> there you go. So it's the mind inside just saying, you know, it shouldn't be like that. You know, I wish, you right. know, there, there's just a natural tendency that you experience in this moment. And that's okay. This is just part of your path right. as you're figuring it out, working it out. You're having this experience right now, where you're remembering that news. We're talking about, you know, opening up and being accepting, and and taking a look at making space for different things. And just by doing that, it activated right. a little bit of a neural network. Now, it didn't create it. It's not creating an impairment. No. It's not getting in your way of being able to continue this conversation.
0: I don't typically think about that unless I'm talking about his family. Right. Because I, I couldn't care less what anyone else thought about right. what the news said that day. Right. It's specifically his family. Yeah,
1: you worry about what they think. You care about Yep. Them.
0: Yeah. And it's funny because I've never met them. Yeah. yeah. But I, I care what they think.
1: Sure. Sure, you care about them because they've been impacted right. by this just as you have. It's heightened right. your awareness, heightened right. your sensitivity, heightened your concern for them as fellow participants in this right. in this drama right yeah
0: so an, another thing that gets me too is uh we talked about smells and there's a certain smell that gets me really? and it's not and it has nothing to do with the weather um it's actually so it has nothing to do with the time of year it is or anything like that it's an actual smell And I will tell you what it is. It's alcohol. Alcohol in someone's breath. Hmm. Um, One of the people involved was, I believe, was impaired. Um, And so that, whenever I smell that, um, and it's not any, it's not a specific alcohol. It's just alcohol in general on someone's breath. Hmm. Reminds me. Yeah. Uh, it's not a huge trigger, though. It's not, it's not a huge reminder as far as it doesn't make me go like, right. crazy. But it reminds me, like when I smell I'm like, wow, that's exactly like that day.
1: Right. Well, and that's a great point because it's a reminder and it creates a little bit of an activation of, of yep. memories and so forth, a reaction. Yep. So you could say that it's post-traumatic stress Yep. because it creates discomfort. But post-traumatic stress disorder is different is when it hits an el- it's it's elevated to the degree that it's creating an impairment in your life. right. So it's getting in the way of one of those dimensions right. of your your health. like the, your relationships
0: the, like the the actual date does for me. Mm-hmm. that's a that's definitely a huge, huge one for right.
1: me. right. right. So one of the things that you've cho- that you chose to do this year, Was to engage in to worry about it the day before. There you go to to allow (laughs) to worry about. I still had to make space for that. That's right. So, so you engaged. You stayed busy. Right now, what's the difference between busy to avoid and healthy busy?
0: I think when you're busy to avoid, you end up thinking about it anyway. Right. So, what's healthy busy look like? Because, because I would. I would specifically stay home from work or not go out on that day because I wanted to be busy at home. Right. And all that did is left me more open to stew about it. There you go. So so
1: busyness that's avoidant is is activity that you do that gets you off your path that isn't meaningful. Yeah. But if you're engaging in behavior that's meaningful that is much different than okay i'm, I'm trying i'm just going to stay busy to avoid i'm going to stay busy so that i don't think about this no right it's going to work and recognizing that okay this memory is going to come up from time to time it's going out right to the lake and you know hanging out on the jet ski and remembering oh there it is yeah i can remember i can think about it right now but it's not getting in your way right it's not creating an impairment in causing you to go off your path, you you are busy in a meaningful way that that helps you pursue your values and be the person you want to be.
0: Yeah, it's a healthy busy.
1: Yeah, yeah. So when you more. have a when you have a reminder, you don't get to choose whether to have a reminder. And the more you beat yourself up for having a reminder, it doesn't work. Right. Is that fair to say? The,
0: yeah. The more you the more you try to ignore it, the more you try to avoid it. I, th- I think the worse it is. Mm-hmm. It intensifies it. Right. It's like putting a magnifying glass on it. Whereas
1: if you just notice it, oh, there it is. Yep. There it is. And, oh, and now I'm back on track. I'm back to work. You know, there it was. And and I can still think about it and go about, you know, right. I can still drive to where I'm going. I can still do what I'm doing. I can still engage in meaningful behavior. Then you can, o- <clears throat> excuse me, you can open up to it, but it doesn't, it doesn't get you off your path. Right. It doesn't, but if you beat yourself up, telling yourself you shouldn't have it, telling yourself it's not supposed to be, I wish this never happened, you know, then you're off your path. Right. And it's, now it's becoming its own form of distraction and you get anxious about getting anxious and worried about getting worried and angry and about being angry and you have yeah. an autonomic response, you know, a, 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 a visceral response. It affects
0: you negatively. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then you start, it's like beating yourself up for sneezing or, Right. burping or
0: whatever right
1: blinking your eyes
0: i feel like this year it was uh even though i still feel like i was avoiding it really yeah how so just because i was i i was avoiding it in a different way it was a more healthy way i think though okay um because i did think about it but not like i did it just came a day early really uh for me <laughs> yeah um because i was I think in my mind, I was thinking that I just wasn't going to worry about it on the day of. And so I needed to worry about it. I don't. So, I, does that make sense? Like, sure. I, I don't so, know. so
1: think about this. Let, let's go to to uh, April 27, 2020. Mm-hmm. Now, you can't control everything that's going to happen that no. day. But if you were to take a look at, okay, I'm going to engage in meaningful behavior, even though I am probably, you know, I'm going to have right. thoughts. I'm going to have memories. I'm going to have sensations about that day. What do you want to do? If, if you were engaging in meaningful behavior I would that what day, I did this
0: year for sure. Cause yeah. it, it was easier. Another thing that I do every year is I always put a post on Facebook about it. And it's just a way to kind of honor, honor him and the, the people involved really. That includes me and my family and his family and mm-hmm. all that. Um, and some may say that's not healthy. I feel like it's just a way for me to honor him rather than, you know, some people go and have a moment of silence or mm-hmm. whatever they do. I don't choose to do that. I choose to uh, make a post on Facebook about it. Okay. And talk about the things that have kind of changed the last year since you know, the last post I made about him.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, So what what would you like that to look like in, in one year?
0: I was happy with this year, the way it looked this year. Mm -hmm. I made a lot of changes um, from the previous year, Mm. a positive changes. This podcast is one of them. Mm. Um, So I, I don't know that I necessarily want it to change much. I, I, I would like to have a chance to you know talk with with the family. But So
1: pause for a minute. Okay. What are you doing right now?
0: I'm doing a podcast.
1: You said when you say you know come to think of it, I don't really want anything to change right now. I'm pretty okay. Yeah. What what are we what, what, what are you doing right there?
0: I'm just accepting, I guess, accepting where I'm at.
1: There you go.
0: I know I had I know I had a, a hard time we had a lot of discussions about this privately um, you know the new me you know mm-hmm. and I have a, I had a really hard time with that yeah you did um, and I don't
1: we never finished it no before and after yeah no. I
0: I'm happy am I'm, I'm happy I'm happier now than I've been in years mm-hmm and I think it's just perspective. I think my perspective's just changed. Right. I'm accepting it more, I guess. That's yeah. probably what it is. There you go. And so, but yeah, I, I really did have a really hard time with the, the new me. And I, I remember talking to you and specifically saying, you know, I, I just wish I could go back to before, mm. be that person. And I'll never be that person. Mm. And you always saying, well, you it's the new you. It's not <laughs> you can't go back. I mean, and you think about it, I'm not the same person I was yesterday. Right. Today. Right. So you're you're always evolving and changing. That's
1: exactly it. So, but you think about how you've climbed some pretty steep mountains.
0: Yeah. I have. I have. And Yeah. And all that I've learned from it I would do it again. Yeah. Um, not too soon though. Let's not <laughs> let not get carried away. You would open yourself um, up
1: to to those things even though you didn't want it. Right. You would never you told me you'd never wish it on anybody, nope. not in a million years. Never,
0: not my worst enemy. Yep. It's yeah. something that i w I've had um I've had some close calls, um, in the recent, the recent past of potential accidents that I nearly got in or something. Yeah. And it would have been bad if I did like, like for, for somebody, huh. um, like with like a pedestrian or, you know, someone yeah. changing a tire or something like that. Right. 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 Um, and, and I've often thought after those instances, after I've had those experiences, because uh, it's happened multiple times, which is crazy to think of mm-hmm. um, I've often thought that man I I'm really glad that didn't happen because I really don't want to go through this again. yeah is this a lot of work yeah and it's not it's not easy work it's it's hard work.
1: Well and just you know it goes back to some of the things that we talked about earlier by trying to avoid it staying home yeah staying in the dark. It amplifies it. Yep. But by getting out, getting back in the car, driving, right. exposing yourself to it, seems a little bit counterintuitive. It's not necessarily what you want. I
0: didn't purposely expose myself to all exactly. those accidents, though.
1: <laughs> but somehow, you know, you For and I see reason. this a little bit differently, but or maybe not, I don't know, but, you know, there, there's a little bit of a divine design there that you just happen to coincidentally you know, come across all these accidents. things that you hadn't experienced before. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, uh, there's definitely some. So that some, uh, that used to be my biggest trigger.
0: Yeah. By the way, was accidents, but because of my exposure, and it could be any accident. It could just be someone with a flat tire on the side of the road. Like yeah. they, they didn't have to be. It didn't have to be an accident. Just someone pulled over on the freeway, freaked me out, and I would get super anxious, right? And go into panic mode, right? And, you know, if my wife was with me, she'd...
1: The more you see that, the more you look at that, the more you can put it into context, the more it takes the, the impact out of it. The more you avoid it, the more impact it has. Yeah. But the more you're exposed to it, the more your central nervous system becomes desensitized to it. And that gradual desensitization is ultimately what good cognitive behavioral... Right as hard and as gradual as it is, desensitization it's, it's yeah. necessary. Mhm. And there are a lot of different therapies that that can help with right. that. A lot of different approaches that uh, that are exposure therapies that, that really do help.
0: Right. I I've talked to through so through my podcast I've talked to a lot of people that have had bad things happen to them and and that's a common thread in people that have tragedy is that they want to avoid. I've actually had discussions with with someone um in, in talking about my podcast, talking about sharing an experience and this person is like, I can't, I can't see this. I, like he's naming off the mm-hmm. things that he can't view anymore or that he can't like, I want to avoid this day. I want to avoid this. Like mm-hmm. a lot of things because it, because it's a, it's a traumatic reminder for him. Absolutely, And then. And we can I be remember, sensitive to that. We yeah. can be compassionate. Well, and that. I understand that. Because yeah. that's how it was for me for accidents and driving. Like, right. No, this was not, um, I mean, it wasn't an accident that happened, but it wasn't a car accident that happened. It was a different type of accident. Yeah. And, and I remember talking to him saying, you know, you you really need to not avoid, you really need to embrace, embrace it because that's the only way you're going to get past it. Mm-hmm. And they're like you're crazy. <laughs>
1: sure. Sure. And just let him know that you, that's something that you can do in your time. Right. In your way. The more you try and push, you know, or or Well, I can, left it at that. Yeah, I didn't yeah. I didn't push him anymore. Exactly. I give
0: my two cents if he doesn't want to take it, it's fine. Exactly.
1: You invite him right. to participate with, and let him hey, I'll walk with you. Because yep. that's part of the challenge yep. is I don't know if I can handle this on my own. I don't know if I can do it on my own. But when we surround ourselves with people with support, People who are willing to walk the path with you, right? It makes a big difference.
0: Oddly enough, through this whole experience of like the whole accidents thing that I that I was exposed to, in the moment I felt super alone, mm-hmm. but I didn't feel alone when I wasn't in the moment. Like I always mm-hmm. felt like whether whether I was talking to you or talking to Corinne or you know whoever. You know, whoever was supporting me at the time. Sure. Um, I never felt alone. Like I was in that alone, that part of it. I felt other parts alone, but never, never that part. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad because that was the one of the hardest parts. You bet. For sure.
1: It's interesting because the aloneness sometimes for some people it shows up when you're in the middle of the reminder of the flashback and right. the trigger. Because there you're like, oh, I'm, I'm experiencing something and oh, this might be a little bit weird or, you know, yeah. that's when it feels very alone, very, yeah. very. Well, that's when I felt the most dark, dark. Yeah. is during it. Yeah, when you're right in the middle of it. And so, you know, by, by letting that that feeling of alone, yes, it is something that's unique to you. Yep. Your mental illness, your mental dis-ease, that's what illness is, is a yeah. dis-ease, it's getting in your way. It's not making life easy for you um, because it's there. Yeah, it is getting in your way in that moment. Yeah. But letting that moment pass so that you you can ground yourself through mindfulness strategies, through your own experiential things, you know, your own body. Um, your body can ground you. It can yeah. be a grounding experience and, you know, just being able well, to be grateful for it It's learning how to handle
0: that stress, right, that, yeah. that comes from it, the anxieties and such it it reminds me of the I, I heard a story once about a a dog at an airport that would anytime the plane yeah like that dog right there anytime the plane would go to take off the dog would go crazy and bark 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 and then the plane would take off and go mm-hmm. go away and then the dog would keep barking until until it got far enough away that it was like okay i scared it away yeah and in the dog's mind he thought he scared the plane away but in actuality right. the plane was just flying away like Right. That had no bearing on, that barking had no bearing on that plane doing anything. Gotcha. And so g- going through my experience, like, it's learning to deal with that. And I, and I feel like if you're not exposed to it, mm-hmm. you never learn that, that coping technique that you need to or that, whatever you need to do to cope with what, what you're going through. Sure, sure. So. so and everybody like, has their own, their yeah, own kind yeah. of
1: toolbox of strategies yep, that works for them. For sure. And there's no one right way. There's no one right path. The question is, are you on your path? Right. Are you being the person well, that you want to be?
0: And are you willing to put in the work that needs to be done to stay on that path? Yeah. Because it's easy. It's easy to get off and to avoid, yep. to avoid and get off and to run away. Try to try to do another path. Yep. Because it's it's not comfortable.
1: Yep. Or blame and shame yourself for yeah. being on the path that you're yep. on. That oh why, why is this part of my path? Well. Who knows? Some yeah. things are, some things you can control, some things you can't. So, you control the things you can, and accept the things you can't.
0: Right. Yeah. So I, I definitely feel like, the, excuse the dog. It's fine. Sorry about that. It's fine. We need to cut there. No, it's fine. Okay. Um, I definitely feel like it's it's a learned thing, and if you avoid you, you're not gonna learn that yeah. coping mechanism or whatever it is. I think everyone has to learn how to cope with it. Right. And I think that's where the tragedy, the second tragedy happens is when people don't learn how to cope with it. Then they take other matters into their own hands. Ah, uh, yeah. And I think that's a point. A, a problem.
1: Uh, there is an interesting thing because there's got to be some balance, right? Right. Because sometimes you can really be exhausted and you need to rest. Right. Rest is not avoidance as long as it's helping you Define rejuvenate. Rest to get back on your path
0: to find rest because i have missed out on a lot of rest well <laughs> for months yeah
1: it's it, it could be recreation right it could be sleep right it could be you know a time when you just spend you know engaging in in uh you know something that just helps you relax it right. could be reading you know those things that there has to be balance right and so, you know, I wouldn't want we well, can't be to, focused on it all the time. Right, Focus right. On all the time, you. I wouldn't want somebody to listen to this and say, "Oh, I can't ever, you know, relax," or "I've always got to be doing
0: something meaningful" yeah. or that kind of thing. Well, me, you know, rest is meaningful. Well, there is. That's exactly what this year for me, the anniversary was. It was me going out and doing something, yeah. And it was, it was rest for my brain, but I was out doing stuff, like yeah, I was out having fun at the lake, right? You bet. So. That that's the rest. I think you're talking about is that's right. Is you know doesn't necessarily have to mean sleep. You don't always have to be working on it. Yeah, that but, your mind. But when it's there, you got to be working on it.
1: There you go. Your mind, your body, your, your soul needs a, a sabbatical or a Sabbath. Uh, you know, something, a time to be able to rejuvenate, to rest, so that you're not wearing yourself out thinking, okay, right. I gotta. If I'm not doing something meaningful, I'm not in recovery. No you can you can be recovering by right simply taking some some time to rest as long as it helps you stay on your path right your path is what's key what your your path towards your values and if you as long as you're not beating yourself up for where you're on the path or not beating yourself up for experience that that you've had on the path on your path you're not you know
0: that's easy to do too to it really is
1: up. it really is or, or you you're know. your
0: worst critic right yeah. like I'm my worst critic and that, and that's what made it tough is beating myself up over these times that I felt, you know There you go. Reminded of of this tragedy. So Serenity. Yeah.
1: Accept the things you cannot yep. change. The courage to change the things you can. Maybe I'll cross stitch. The wisdom this. to
0: know the difference. Maybe I'll cross stitch that. There you go. You <laughs> and your grandmother, right? Yeah. No, she didn't cross stage. Huh. My sister did. Oh, huh, I your sister to, to do you, it. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. So, but I, I think that's, uh, I think we covered a lot. I think uh, it would be very beneficial for someone that uh, is wondering about that. So all right. I appreciate you joining me tonight. And um, I, I just really appreciate it, all you've done for me. So,
1: you betcha, brother. It's been my privilege.
0: Yeah. Now, well. I got the best I got the best deal out of it so <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> or maybe my wife together, maybe right? my wife did maybe she got the the best because I I'm still around so. good friends
1: give meaning to your life
0: yep yep for sure so but I appreciate you um helping me out tonight specifically um so uh for all you listeners out there please stay tuned for my next podcast and we'll see you later bye